Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. News headlines, entertainment, sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. The front page is being brought to you by Macy's. Listen to the Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's featuring L'Oreal. Log on to the UndressingRoomPod.com for access to her personal Macy's shopping page. The Undressing Room podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Tuesday headlines. Uber's diversity chief is on leave from the company after criticism from some employees related to an internal panel called Don't Call Me Karen. Bo Young Lee oversaw a series of sessions called Moving Forward that focused on issues around race, gender identity, and class. Now, according to the New York Times, which was first to report the news, black and Hispanic workers at Uber felt that organizers of the event were focused more on the harms caused by using the moniker Karen than the harms white people can inflict on people of color. In other news, Attorney General Keith Ellison, who oversaw the George Floyd case, has released a new book, Break the Wheel, Ending the Cycle of Police Violence, two days ahead of the third anniversary of Floyd's death on May 25th, 2020. Ellison said he wrote the memoir because he wanted to provide a guide for other prosecutors and share the lessons his team learned about the difficulty of convicting police officers. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? You know what? Sometimes another team is just better than your team. And that's the case with the Denver Nuggets being better than the Lakers, completing the sweep last night and advance to the first ever NBA Finals for their franchise. LeBron James dropped 40 points, did what he had to do, man, but was asked if he will retire after the 20th season. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. And um, just for me personally, going going forward with the game of basketball, got a lot to think about. Yeah, we all know LeBron's not retiring right now. He wants to play <laughs> with his son, Bronny, and that's going to happen. It is what it is, man. Expect the Miami uh, Heat to do the same thing tonight. They're going to sweep Boston Celtics. Look, it's uh, game four of the Eastern Conference Finals. Boston may get one game out of this, but Miami's going to have to have a horrible night shooting the entire team, like for real, for that to happen. So it's going to be a Miami Heat Denver Nugget Finals. And it's kind of cool because the usual suspects are not in the finals. No no usual suspect teams in the finals. So I'm kind of excited about that. Last but not least, man, uh, over the, over this past weekend, man, we lost a, a legend. Jim Brown, arguably one of the greatest football players of all time, died at the age of 87. Three NFL MVPs, led the NFL in rushing eight times, starred as an actor, man. Several of his most impactful moments was empowering the black community during the civil rights movement. So rest in heaven, our brother Jim Brown. That's my quick sports report. What up there, Gary? 
All right, y'all. People are still talking about the first daughter. That's Miss Malia Obama. Now, it's being reported, y'all, that Malia Obama was spotted, y'all, out strolling through the Southern California with, y'all, a friend recently. Now, they're saying that the former first daughter, 24, was joined by a female companion as they enjoyed the warm weather in Los Angeles. Now, it turns out, y'all, that the woman was Malia's cousin. Now, they're saying, y'all, Malia, <laughs> Malia looked very cute and casual. They said she wore a beautiful, loose-fitting blouse and some um, jean shorts. They're saying her female companion wore a pretty laid-back outfit. Now, they're saying Malia's pal um, wore a pair of loose-fitting sweatpants and a baggy T-shirt. And they say the ladies also wore a baseball cap, y'all. So, I don't know what people are trying to speculate, honey. But they're saying that people have been speculating um, Miss Malia's romantic life for years. They say she has, in the past, been linked to Ethiopian businessman D. Witt but they're saying their relationship fizzled out. And they also was wondering, well, who's she going to date next? They're saying Malia is the oldest daughter, y'all, of the former U.S. President Barack and Michelle Obama. So, honey, y'all calm down, honey. She's fine. Relax. Relax, y'all, like they say here. All right, the color today is one of my favorite colors. My color today, y'all, is fudge. On the high end, you say fudge, and on the low end, you say beautiful dark brown. That's your color oh, for the wow. day. Brad, what you got coming wow. up next in the high spot? <laughs> Moving on. Oh, wow. Coming up next in the high spot, ASAP Rocky goes oh, off. I'm going to tell you what happened up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> the hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, and Damn, that's hot. Woo, you can catch me at the hot spot. All right, Eric's Round the Morning Show. It's about that time. What up there, Brigitte Tech? What up, Rock T? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tech. And this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Jamie Foxx, y'all, is still receiving treatment at the Rehabilitation Center uh, in Chicago. And according to TMZ, his daughter, Corinne, and close friend, Dave Brown, were seen visiting Jamie this past weekend. And the new season of The Beach Shazam has reportedly begun. And his friend, Nick Cannon, has stepped in to help with those hosting responsibilities. Meanwhile, ASAP Rocky, he went off on a, a, a few club goals who were fighting while visiting a nightclub with his pregnant girlfriend, Rihanna. Now, according to the shade room, a few people started fighting in the VIP section and Rocky jumped on the mic and said, y'all dummies act like gentlemen right now. You heard? He continued, I got my lady in here. Y'all dummies calm that mess down. Don't be in the section doing all that. Just calm right. that down. Y'all right. acting like, y'all, y'all act like gentlemen when y'all in our presence. So, that's what... <laughs> yeah, sure. you should have said it. Yeah, <laughs> who fights in the VIP section? I don't, I don't know. This generation don't belong there. Yeah, yeah. People that shouldn't have got in there in the first place. Jesus, why would you? Why would you? Oh my goodness! Because we just gotta That's be. That's why us. I don't go out. Yeah. That's why I don't go nowhere. It's best to just stay on in the house. Can't go nowhere. Can't, you can't. enjoy yourself unless yeah. everybody there is over forty five. Uh, if right. they don't find that the Elks Lodge in the American Legion, okay, <laughs> real, okay, you say yeah. Okay. Yeah, you gonna have to put you could, if you could sit through that cologne with the men be having on, huh. you'll be all right though. They ain't gonna fight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, last but not least, y'all, Snoop Dogg is finally able to put one of his latest legal battles behind him. As previously reported in February of 2022, an unidentified woman accused Snoop of forcing her to perform fellatio on him back in 2013. Now, allegedly, the incident occurred after she attended one of the Snoop Dogg concerts in Anaheim, California. The individual, who has taken the moniker of Jane Doe, of course, claimed that the rapper's longtime friend, Bishop Don Juan, offered her a ride, but instead took her to his house, and she said, supposedly fell asleep in the car. The next morning is Jane Doe awoke, Juan said to have shoved his 
genitals in her mouth. <clears throat> he then allegedly drove to meet Snoop at the studio uh, upon arrival. Jane Doe, who also deemed herself as a model and a dancer, uh, recalled making her way to the restroom where Snoop allegedly walked in and unauthoritatively coerced her uh, into giving him oral pleasure. Same thing? Yeah. Oh, my um, God. Now, in the suit, the unnamed accuser noted that Don Juan discriminated and harassed her because of her sex and gender. She also claimed Snoop denied her a position on a TV show because she refused to willingly and enthusiastically fulfill his sexual needs. Well, she initially sued him for $10 million. Snoop responded uh, to the debacle by chalking it up to a bunch of lies and shakedown for just a nice chunk of money. And a California judge tossed it out because the majority of the sexual assaults claimed by the alleged victim against Snoop due to her failure to refile an amended complaint by the deadline. Uh, the woman could refile a portion of the claims in state court. However, it's unclear if she will choose to do so. You know what? I'm so sick of these hood rats. Don't go. Why are you getting in yeah, the car with them? If, you, if you was comfortable, uncomfortable with what happened with Don Juan, go home after Thank that. you. How you end up in the bathroom with Smith? <laughs> right. It just don't make no sense. All right, y'all, we gonna wrap up the hot spot on that Man, note. Just keep but, your mouth closed. Just keep your mouth closed. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, y'all, do you wear shoes in the house? Oh, my God, you're going to think twice about that in a minute. Up next, it's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Fred, what you got this morning? Well, let me tell you what I got. There are two types of homes, okay? The ones where people wear shoes inside for comfort, convenience, and to reduce the clutter by the front door. And then the other people who don't wear shoes inside because they think it's absolutely gross. Now, according to experts, about one-third of the germs building up inside your homes come from outside, much of it being tracked from the bottom of our shoes, okay? Now, in a new poll, 63% of Americans say they take their shoes off inside, while 37% do keep their shoes on inside. But 70% are not willing to ask their guests to remove their shoes. Now, over 90% of people think it is a reasonable request. Since it's your home, however, 10% think it's totally unreasonable, and they don't want to ask their guests to take their shoes off regardless. I mean, what do y'all think about this? Do y'all have any rules for y'all house when people come over when you have company? Uh, it, it don't bother me, Brad. I, I'll just sweep or uh, get my little Swiffer jet out if I feel yeah. like, you know what I'm saying, and just kind of yeah. go over the floor a little bit. But I don't ask people uh, uh, to take their shoes off unless they got on black stockings and white shoes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you're going to take them damn things off. No, I'm just yeah. joking. But yeah, it's for real. It's almost like your friends and family, you don't really want to ask yeah. them. But like, if production comes over and we filming it doing something, then everybody need to put on them little booty sock things that oh, go on oh, yeah. Right. If your yeah. feet, if your shoes are obviously dirty, yeah. then that's one thing. But I think you should take them off on your own. But see, sometimes people dirty. feet stink, special K. Ooh. Sometimes people take their socks off and they feet funky. So it is. But then you don't want their feet on your carpet or on your floor. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They might be but sweaty, bare feet funky. might be worse than the... Oh, and bare feet <laughs> is even worse. I don't do bare feet. You little bare feet worse than the shoes? Don't, don't do no bare feet in my house, man. I don't like that. At all. No, no. Clammy and... No, don't. No, 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 no. No bare feet. I remember, uh, I remember uh, we, when we had to stay at Earthquake House, uh, we was roommates, and Earthquake made another comedian put some socks on because his toenails and, uh, and the skin coming off his foot was so terrible. Oh, see, I don't want to see no man bare feet. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Quake, Quake made a dude go put some socks on. Like, like for real. And I laughed. That, that, dude, that dude didn't like me no more, but I could not stop laughing. <laughs> I think it's tacky when you um, make people and ask people to take their shoes off. 
I, I just think attack if you don't scrape the dead skin off your feet before you take your shoes off. Yeah, but, well, but if you don't make me take my shoes off, then they won't, you won't see but my Gary, feet. Gary, sometimes people so. people don't have hardwood floors and they have carpet that may have just gotten cleaned or something. Well, that mean don't invite me. Well, don't invite me over there. Outside, don't dirt invite me. Don't invite carpet. me over there. If you got that clean up a carpet, honey, you can't clean it again. Don't invite me over. I think it's ridiculous. I gotta take my shoes off. First of all, it's messing up my look. Number one. So, honey, and Gee, taking my what? shoes. It makes, if I have a look, my shoes going with my look. Yeah. Why Gary, do I this take, don't make no sense at all. Yes, it does make sense. I'm not going to mess up my damn look because you want me to take my shoes off. Hey, take your shoes off. Gary, what, like if it, got, what if it's been raining outside and the carpet is white? Well, you have a damn rug at the door. How about that? Have a rug at the door. Let me wipe my feet, and I'm coming on in. It's just like you have when people some good points, Gary. Yeah, and it's just like people telling you, "Oh, good, don't sit on my couch." Why, well, girl? What you got the couch there for? Well, if you I can't sit on your couch. Our, our grandmothers about that with the plastic on the yes, couch with or the plastic. Here they go and spend all that money on living room <laughs> furniture, and that is that was the biggest space in the house yep. for nobody to be able to go in until Christmas. Yep, until Christmas, honey. It's her house. She do what she want to do. Yeah, oh, but it's no, just that like don't make no sense. Now you going, you can go sit in my living room. I want to live in and just exactly. sit in the living room. Damn right, open exactly. every square footage. She of your sure house. did. That's living just like not using decoration. Like not uh-huh. using your china. You can't, uh, we can't use this china until Christmas. Well, girl, what All is of that? it. Yeah. I had to make my mom, I said, Mama, pull that china down. We're going to eat Sunday dinner on that. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful china. What, well, what do you have it for? Yep. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, but then we were poor too, though, Ricky. Um, and, you know, so you had to treasure your stuff. But now, in this different day and time, with us knowing better, I mean, honey, use your china. Gary, we were so poor, we had to eat our cereal with a fork so we could pass oh. the milk. Oh, y'all was really poor. <laughs> 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 Hey, Grip. Hey. I'm glad you came. I just got some important information from my sister-in-law here. Oh, is this lady your sister-in-law? Uh, this is my sister-in-law. I ain't said nothing about no lady. <laughs> Grip, tell her what you told me yesterday, and then she got something to tell you. Now, listen to this, Esther. Go on, I'm all ears. No, you're not. You're all mouth, but listen to this. <laughs> Very simple. Lamont Sanford is my son. What did you say, n- <laughs> I said, Lamont is my son. You, you hear that, Esther? Uh, Grip and your sister Elizabeth, stop! <laughs> there is no peace, saith the Lord, unto the wicked. Get thee behind me, Satan. But I'm going to get behind you because I'm going to put my foot in your <laughs> That don't never get old, do it? Never. No, oh my God. (laughs) Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the T and the color of the day. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Actress Gabrielle Union, they say, baby, this girl then woke up. Now, you remember recently, honey, Gabrielle admitted, y'all, that she um, and her wonderful multi-millionaire husband, NBA retired player Dwayne Wade, split the bills 50-50. Well, Gabrielle is speaking out regarding, honey, how the people didn't attack 
Twitter. They said she said, first of all, honey, she is standing by her comments about, you know, what she said about her and her husband and how they split the bills and what have you. So she said, because they have different households that they take care of. So she went on to say, first of all, every household is different, honey, and doing what's best for you and yours is the key. She said, and what some don't understand is that I'm 100% responsible for three other households and D has even more. She said, the majority of those households are elderly people and mine. She said, we both come from families that step up, honey, to help care for children or elderly relatives. She said, so being able to be with someone who meets me halfway and lightens my load gives me peace and support. She said, quote, he's offered to cover me. She said, he's offered to cover. Um, He's he's offered to cover me. And she said, trust, honey. But that's not my ministry, honey, nor brings me peace. She said, all that to say, I love how we recognize that there's billions of ways, honey, to exist. And you just got to find what's right for you that brings you peace, niece. She said, I found mine, unquote. Oh, oh there it is. Baby, Miss Junior spoke up. No she said, honey, don't y'all worry about her. Don't worry. Keep your mouth shut now. Yeah, she said, honey, because honey, husband, 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 help. And make them damn mattress commercials with her husband. <laughs> Sitting up there with that bun on her head, going off on Dwayne Way while he's trying to get some sleep. And trying to get some sleep, honey, the sleep mattress, honey. She up high and he low. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Miss Junior, girl. That's how you do it, girl. But, honey, Miss Junior said, baby, she got her piece. Get her, get y'all's, honey. So her man right. would like to help her, and he offered to help, but they got other households that they taking care of. So, you know. She said what she said, and that's what she meant. So, honey, she's handling her business. So, congratulations to Miss Gabrielle Union Wade. All right, moving on. In other celebrity news, y'all, honey, I guess it's, it's, y'all know we all know it's prom time, and a lot of the celebrities chilling going to the prom this year. But a lot of people are still talking about LeBron James' son, little Bronny James. He attended the prom with his teammates. They all went to the prom together. But people are saying, honey, they went to, um, what is that, Sienna Cannon, um, the school that he um, attended. Sienna Cannon. Yes, where the um, very wealthy goes. But they're saying there must be a shortage in African-American girls because all his teammates went to the prom with non-black girls. So they're saying there was a shortage, so they had to grab what they had and take those girls to the prom. So people saying this is what they expect. Once he starts really making his millions of dollars, honey, he's going to bring this girl to the prom. He'll be crying a week later, honey, about well, you took money. No, well, them white girls ain't doing nothing but getting them ready for the NBA. Yep, that's what they <laughs> I guess wow. so. That's what they doing, <laughs> So they're getting them ready, honey. Just but, practice. <laughs> I guess so. They're going to be broke, honey, in a good week or month later, honey. So they'll be crying later. He'll be doing, the, um, what's his name, the Jonathan Majors, honey, getting somebody to look like him, honey, to get some protection. <laughs> but nevertheless, honey, congratulations, Bronny James, honey. All that money getting ready to go out to system guarantee. Ricky, he at the table right now signing the contract, and the man that owns the team got his daughter sitting right next to him. So when he signed oh. that track, Becky, go ahead and get him. And there you go, honey. That money going right back, honey, to where it came from. So congratulations, But you know, honey. NBA players like black girls too, Gary. Oh, really? Well, they sure don't show it then, honey. They play with them. And then they go ahead and marry them out to, honey. Um, mm. They didn't win somewhere else, honey. But nevertheless, that's neither what here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> and then my final story, Ricky, this is so telling y'all. You know, um, Kevin Hart's beautiful daughter, Little Heaven, she attended her prom this past week, honey. And people are talking about Heaven, which I think is a sad thing. They're saying, honey, Heaven prom dress for $49. And they said there's a multi-millionaire, but um, the dress she was wearing was only forty nine dollars. But then some people so, said not only wrong was the, for that. They said not only was the dress forty nine dollars. They said her mama got it free. They said because she's an ambassador for Fashion Nova, so they gave her the. Ch- no, they wrong for that. They wrong for that. Let that child live. 
They gave that girl the dress, honey. <laughs> and she got a check for the social media posts. Yeah. Right. Okay. She probably got tens mm. of thousands of dollars just for posting exactly. that. So yeah. I'll wear that $49 okay. dress for the check. Yeah, but they right. said. Bigger picture. Yeah, but they said her daddy could have helped out. They could have added another 100 to it and make it 149 they didn't, She didn't need anything. That dress looked nice. Yeah, it's a cute dress. She looking very price, nice. I didn't know prom just come with a price tag. What? Yeah. Why a prom dress got to cost a lot of money? What's the point? Right. Because it's a prom and it's a girl. It's just like it's like a it's like a shinchiniana. Man, please. It's Man, an introduction, please. so the girls have to look nice. Why y'all tuxedos that y'all rent have to cost whatever they rent? Rent. <laughs> rent. rent. Yeah, rent. But you still exactly. pay, you're still paying more to rent it than she paid to buy it. It's one night and it's a teenager. That's okay, it. and teenagers ain't wearing no tuxedos and then they're gonna outgrow it. Yeah. Okay, but still, you got to pay for it. We rented, we rented my daughter prom dress. I think one of them. I think one we rented of them. When it, uh, I think my wife rented one of their prom. They look nice, but I no, I don't believe in putting. But you're not gonna wear it again. Yeah, you it don't damn matter. Moment. You don't rent no prom dress. Yes, you the do. The hell, yes, you, you don't. Can. No, you can't. But <laughs> Gary, you ain't got no kids. I'm telling you. Well, you, you I didn't you rent my rent. tuxedo. Ricky, did you rent your daughter's prom dress? Did you bought them. Uh, I think mm-hmm. we bought those dresses, but uh, I mean, you can rent. I would have rented if she if, if it was a dress that she that she liked that was for rent. Because they got places to. now that only rent like for those kind of things. Yeah, right. Uh, but but you don't rent her dress. You buy the child prom dress because if it's forty nine dollars, you wear it again. Because once you go into the prom, you can't wear it no more. You said you can't wear it no more once you wear it, right? But you probably can't. But hell, but you still ain't gonna rent it for me. At least I won't have the memory of having it. That I did go to the prom. Yeah, and that uh, don't make any logical sense. <laughs> yes, it does. Brad, don't it make sense? <laughs> yeah, that's like you want me to rent my wedding gown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's different. No, it ain't. Yeah, prom, it is. Promise yeah, you only go to prom once, probably. Your own prom, you only go once. And you think I'm going to rent my damn wedding dress under somebody else that probably had bad luck in it? No. So, you know, uh-uh. It just depends on the person and the value they place on the dress and the experience, I guess. Well, buy my dress. Period. Yeah. The Kahlua oh today, honey, is one of my favorite colors. My Kahlua today, y'all, is fudge. On the high end, you say fudge, and on the low, you say beautiful brown. That's your Kahlua for today. <laughs> <laughs> y'all give it up for Gary with the tea. Yeah. 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 All right, y'all, it's Monday morning show time for the wake up call. Get at your boy, 8669 R I C K E Y. Here we go. Joe heading to Thomasville, Georgia. I need Thomasville, Georgia to wake up, wake up, wake up. This Leonard Green from Flint, Michigan. I want to wake my cousins and my nephews and my daughters and my grandsons and my granddaughters. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hi, this is Andrew from Houston, Texas. Charlie, I want to wake up all my little people in Houston. Like 3-11, 4-2-5. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Yes, I like to wake up, Ricky Smiley, and my sister out in East Texas, Margaret. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning. I want to give a shout out to all the Samuel County School District teachers, school service, and school bus drivers. Everybody who works today is the last day of school. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Our uh, special guest this morning, Dr. Cynthia Sutherland. Uh, cyber criminals, uh, they don't care who you are. They uh, they attack people regardless of the victim's identity. And they'll try and trick an 80-year-old grandmama 
uh, playing games on an iPad at home or remote, employee reading emails for work, all that kind of stuff. So our next mm-hmm. guest is a cybersecurity expert for Amazon and is here uh, to help us reduce the risk of getting scammed. Y'all, please welcome to the Rick Smiley Morning Show, the one and only Dr. Cynthia Sutherland. <laughs> Hey, Ricky. Hey, Sam. How's everything going? Oh, it's going good. Happy to have you on this morning because we got to protect ourselves. And uh, thank you so much for coming on because uh, this is stuff that we have to talk about. And I just want to start by asking, you know, how can we begin to protect ourselves from cyber criminals at home? Well, Ricky, the first thing I want to talk about is how we want to protect the device that is the all-seeing eye of our homes. This device is what kids consider the most important thing next to food and shelter, <laughs> that home router. I don't know about your house, <laughs> but I know if that Wi-Fi go down, you think the whole world ended in our house. So the first thing we want to do is protect that device. Now, your home router is important because it sees all the Internet traffic from every app, from every Wi-Fi device in your house. Fire sticks, tablets, PlayStations, everything. And guess what, Ricky? Most people haven't touched their router since the internet service provider put it in their house. So we have to protect that device. And we do that by one, resetting your router at least twice a year. See, hackers can put software in the router to capture and see all the traffic that's coming through it. And so we want to make sure that we reboot it so that it can uh, clear them from the device. And the problem is, is that some people won't do this because they have over 10, 15 devices in their house connected to the Wi-Fi. And when you reset that, you have to go back and add each device. So it takes time to kind of reconfigure them. But some people are willing to take that risk, especially if they run their business from home. So we want to make sure we reset our router. Um, Next thing is. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brad. I'm sorry. I was going to ask you, what can we do if our data has already like been stolen? Well, if it's been, yeah, if it's been stolen, which happens on a regular basis, when businesses identify that their data has been stolen, they'll provide you with like complimentary identity protection and credit monitoring. I know you guys have probably seen that numerous times, but when you identify that your data is stolen, you want to make sure you call your local law enforcement, but you also want to contact the FBI at um, www.ic3.com. I'm sorry not.com, .gov, because they can see what's going on either in your local area or across the nation. That way they can see if it's a, like a whole group of people doing it and they can start figuring out ways to atta- uh, to shut them down. And if you feel like your identity has been stolen, I want you to go to www.identitytheft.com. Gov. Now, there they will help you develop a recovery plan so that they can help you, you know, shut down what's going on and recover as much as they can. So, you know, remember the um, <clears throat> the identitytheft.gov because that's real uh, huge for some people when they get their identity uh, stolen. All right. So, yeah, we're talking to cybersecurity expert Dr. Cynthia Sutherland. So, Dr. Sutherland, how can elderly and those who love them navigate some of the complicated protection measures? 
Well, Gary, there's so much tech out there. Hmm. And I ask that you don't really kind of like overwhelm the elderly with so many complicated measures because, you know, it, it can be overwhelming for them. So it's not really about the tech. It's about how they use it and what um, you can do for them. It's kind of like help them do things like in the family, like set up like a safe word for your grandparents. That way, the, that the only people, uh, only the people that they trust or that you trust know this safe word. So when people, when uh, cyber criminals are calling them and trying to use these fear tactics and, and scare them into giving them money um, or impersonating, you know, a relative, you guys can make sure that they have that, that safe word. And whenever they, you know, call, they can make sure that uh, they use that safe word to clear that it's actually somebody that is actual, that's an actual family member. So I really like the use of safe words with the elderly, um, elderly um, people. And then... And next is educating them on setting up uh, complex passwords. Now, like I said last month, we want to make sure we, you know, don't get, don't, you know, don't go crazy about using them, but just get creative with using right. passwords, doing things like using your favorite phrases like Alabama Roll Tide. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can do things like replace like the lowercase a with the at sign or the O with the zero or, you know, something like that. So just kind of get creative with passwords and teach them how to do that as well. And then one of the last things I would ask is that if um, you have like a local senior center or senior uh, community, see if you can partner or if they can partner with like the local colleges who may have an actual blacks in cybersecurity chapter or a women in cybersecurity chapter. And they can partner and come educate the local seniors at like a senior citizen center or community organization. So I think, you know, partnering with them will kind of help you not only increase, you know, the use, the partner with those colleges and those groups but those groups have a lot of people who can you know come who will, are willing to come in and help out now Cynthia uh, Sutherland let everybody and thank you for all of this information let everybody know how you could be followed how they could follow you Sure, you can follow me on IG at DRCYS2018. That's DRCYS, I'm sorry, DRCYS2018. And at LinkedIn um, as Dr. Cynthia Sutherland. There it is, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Dr. Cynthia Sutherland. Thank thank you so much for joining us. Morning, it's my morning show coming up. All right, let's, let's, let's go to the hotline. Let's go to the. Uh, no, sir, no, uh, no, sir, no. I'm going to jail today. I'm going to jail today, Sam. I'm going to jail today. Y'all going to burn me out. I'm letting you know that right now. Hold on, Black I'm letting you know that right now. I'm going, I'm going to jail. Bad. Calm down. What, what's going on? Why, why are you not I, coming to work? Because I'm finna whoop. Boy, I'm finna, boy, I'm finna whoop my nephew. Like, I'm finna fight them like grown men. I promise you, well, I'm going to fight these boys like grown hey, men. Hey, guess what? Guess what, Blatani? If you would have came to work, you wouldn't be dealing with your nephew. Shady, I was trying to come to work, but guess what? I can't come to work if I can't drive. Yeah. And you, I was trying to call you to tell you send me a you. But even if yeah. I get there, I can't do nothing because I got a debt. <sighs> what happened, man? Shady, you ain't going to believe this. What did they do? Did to me, Shady. When you call me. Hey, ugly boy, going to tell me my little nephew. They nine. They're going to tell me. They're talking about aunt. They're talking about, you know, they're going to start putting toys back in the cereal box. You know how they used to put toys back in the cereal box? Yeah, man. You know how they used to put toys in the bottom of the cereal box? Yeah. These little ugly boys going to tell me, talking about, oh, they done started putting back toys back in the cereal box. Talking about, dig down in the old cereal box and get the toy out before we go to school. Yeah. I was going to get on my way to work. Because, you know, I got my Suzuki back. 
Yeah. Got my Suzuki Samurai back. Oh, yeah. Suzuki Samurai. I saw one the other day, Rock. I didn't know people yeah. were still driving the Suzuki Samurai. Yeah, it's, All right. it's 85. Yeah. I done dug my hand down in the damn box of Captain Crank. Yeah. These little ugly boys done put Gorilla Glue all at the bottom of the damn box. My, now my damn box is stuck on my hands. Y'all, I can't get this box off my hands. <laughs> I can't drive uh, with no big ass box of cereal on my damn hands. <laughs> uh, is, it, is it regular Captain Crunch or the ones I'm with the Crunch to break berries? I'm trying loose. Or no, the damn Crunch berries. Oh, okay, so it ain't the peanut butter, Captain No, no. I'm trying to no. shake my hand loose. It won't come off. Now you got the one, it's the one with the Crunch berries, Black Tony. Yo. Try to get it out my damn hand, shout it my head, but the more I move my hand, the more stuck her it gets. <laughs> hey, you need to get some uh, some goof off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it won't come out. Calm down, dog. Calm down. Let's on it. Go to Amazon and order some goof off. <laughs> hey. hey, man, it's a, it's a cereal box. Just rip it. <laughs> Yeah, tear right. it off. My hand inside the bag. In the bag, they got the bag stuck to the damn box. Well, take your other hand and just tear the box. Out. Now I got to talk on the phone. So now both of my hands stuck. Now one of my hands is stuck on the outside of my other hand, getting more stuck on the inside. So how you how you holding the phone? So you always ask the wrong question, man. I talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today told from a unique black perspective and let me tell you these episodes speak to the black experience recently i was able to check out an episode called the woman behind the montgomery bus boycott now you know i'm from birmingham alabama so i'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state as i listened to this podcast and the voices i felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories lightweight made me angry but it's history and these women lived it for us one thing that i really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary, what's up there, mine? 
Good morning, Rocky. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Gail King, baby. They say Miss Kanye low this Goldberg for Dolly and Meghan and Prince Harry's car chase story. Now, they're saying a spokesperson for the Royals claimed that they were chased by paparazzi after attending an award show y'all back in New York City. Now, they're saying um, Harry McGann and her mom, Doria Ragland, they hopped into a taxi cab y'all after attending the Miss Foundation Woman of Visions Award. Well, they're saying that the cab driver said that the couple looked nervous and they asked him to drop them off, you know, at the police station. Well, according to the story they're saying, honey, the View co-host Miss Whoopi Goldberg was among the, those cast in doubt on the story. Now, they're saying that their spokesperson called it a near-catastrophic car chase and others said that it wasn't bad. But, honey, she, they said that, you know, it was definitely bad. And Gail was very upset, honey, that Whoopi would do that. She said that, you know, she would have never thought that Whoopi would kind of, you know, downplay it, honey. They said, she said that it was very troubling that Whoopi downplayed the incident. She said, quote, it's troubling to me that anybody would try to downplay what would mean to them, Gail. Said, she said that, that that's very troubling to me. And she said, I'm just really sorry it happened and very sorry they had to go through it. Everybody can have all of their opinions, but I always go back to how did Harry and Markle feel in that moment? It was sad. Yeah, there's a lot of people coming out saying that story is kind of capped, though. Yeah. They, they, they didn't really... They, they didn't really go through no two-hour chase. You don't think so? I no. mean, but why would they say that? Well, I the mean, person who was driving said it wasn't a two-hour chase. Well, they probably lost the time. But I don't <laughs> think, honey, um, Harry and um, um, McGann would lie and talk about that. And when Whoopi even, I don't believe Whoopi even said that on TV, honey, on national TV. And where and was, was it believe the chase located? In New York. They said you can you chase in New York. Can, huh? All that traffic. Two hours in New York traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, that story, is being, that story is being debunked by quite a few people who were there. Maybe in the suburbs. But yeah. Not, yeah. I said what really a chase. It was more like a, hey, will y'all stop for a few minutes? Aw. Well, nevertheless, honey, um, uh, Gail is upset about it, and when Gail is upset, that means um, um, Oprah gets upset, too. So, honey, Whoopi better watch her back, baby, because, baby, those girls don't play, honey, when it comes to them and their stories. So, let's, honey, get it correct. All right, moving on in other celebrity news. Oh, my God, Rock T, you didn't tell us, honey, Carmelo Anthony announced his retirement, honey. They're saying, honey, he's going to retire. He said, quote, I remember the days, honey, when I had nothing, just a ball on the court and a dream, honey, of something more. That was of Lala. But then they I said, have nothing. <laughs> now I got a whole lot of everything. And mm-hmm. I come through stunning. Come on, Jesus. Now the whole world yeah. don't know my name. <laughs> Young Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know who Carmelo was until he got with Lala. Wrong so again. Lala put him Wrong on the, again. What? Come on, man. No, wait, wait a minute. What? Lala put him on the map. No, man. Melo he been put the her man on the map. Since oh, no, no, no. In but, the Rock, didn't he start with the Denver he Nuggets? And with now the they're Denver going Nuggets. to the Yeah, now they're going to the finals. What, what, how ironic is that? Come on now. Announcing his retirement, and then he started with the team that's finally, for the first time, right? Yeah, Denver absolutely. Nuggets? First is time. It? Yeah. yeah. So, Gary, yeah, you better well. respect Melo. Yeah, well, he needed to respect Lala, honey. So, but nevertheless, honey, he had um, he's gonna retire, y'all. So he said basketball was his outlet. What? Gary's just a fan that you'd probably just be sitting on the sideline, unforgiving with your arms folded up while he in the NBA finals, and you over there with an attitude. You got to change your ways, man. No, I ain't got to change my ways. I be thinking about that tramp that he gallivanted with, honey, when she was out there making movies and trying to bring food, honey, for the family, and he out there, honey, messing around. So, no, honey, I wouldn't forgive him, and I would hope he would lose. Out on a yacht. (laughs) Not even on a yacht. 
So, honey, because Lala could get her own yacht, honey. She got her coins. She's doing movies and things mm-hmm. now. But anyway. She sure does. You know, so bless his soul, honey. But congratulations <laughs> to him and his retirement, honey. And hopefully he does well. <laughs> All right, y'all. My final story, y'all, honey. They say this man need to get hooked on phonics. Who am I talking about? Mike Tyson. They say baby Mike Tyson let it slip, honey. Jamie Foxx suffered from a stroke, honey. They're saying, y'all, that, you know, Mike uh, seemingly, honey, confirmed the report, y'all, that the Oscar-winning actor Jamie Foxx suffered a stroke. They said, now, Foxx, you know, back in April, honey, he got sick, honey, while he was doing a movie in Atlanta. They said he was rushed to a hospital, and, you know, he was recently moved to a Chicago um, um, specialty hospital. Well, they're saying, honey, that, um, however, Mike Tyson, honey, confirmed that um, um, Jamie Foxx suffered from a stroke and that, you know, situation may be dire. Now, they're saying that the former boxing champ unintentionally, y'all, revealed his close friend's um, diagnosis in a recent interview, y'all. They're saying, Mike said, quote, he's not feeling well. Yeah, honey, there's a stroke, honey, Tyson, Tyson said before trying to backtrack. He said, oh, I don't know what happened to him. He said, hey, listen, we can't anticipate our next, we can't anticipate our next breath. We don't know when we're gonna die. He said, after we leave this, bad stuff can happen, honey. And he also said, hey, listen, if we don't know about it by now, they don't want us to know. Yeah, right, Mike. I didn't talk about it, honey. But nevertheless, I hope Mike and um, Jamie stay friends once, you know, Jamie get well and realize that sometimes you just can't tell all your friends everything. Especially like Mike Tyson, because, you know, when he start talking, honey, he forget what he said. And, you know, and Mike smoke a little thing. bit of weed. He probably was smoking some weed yeah. and, and probably yeah. didn't realize what he had yeah. said. They said he tried so. to backtrack, Ricky. Could you imagine Mike Tyson trying to backtrack? Leave Mike alone, dog. Ain't nobody in here finna talk about Mike Tyson, man. Leave Mike alone, dog. That's all on you. <laughs> he said, "Mike, he said what, Gary?" They said he tried to backtrack after he already said it. They said, "Girl, he can't backtrack, honey. He better go forward." That was Gary with the T. With the T. <laughs> Mike, we love you. Was- All right, the color today. You better fix it, boy. <laughs> we love Mike Tyson. Yes, now we you do, backtrack. <laughs> No, we just love it. All right, the color today, honey, is one of my favorite colors. My color today, y'all, is fudge. On the high end, you say fudge, and on the lunch, you say beautiful brown. That's your color for today, honey. Ain't nobody scared of Mike Tyson? <laughs> y'all can speak for yourself. Y'all act like y'all scared of Mike Tyson. If he hit me, it's a, a hate Hell crime. Y'all so scared of Mike Tyson. And, then, <laughs> and then, you know, he be showing up at all them comedy shows and stuff, man. He comes to a lot of comedy shows. I, I don't do no Mike Tyson shows. I don't want to deal with that. And he's still strong. Mike Tyson to beat, beat somebody ass. He got that old no, man sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you so know he's still got it. That, that, that. Yeah. Man, man please, Gary. On, man. What you going to do? A windmill? Baby, oh, I'll what win. You gonna do? Windmill. Oh, he ain't ready for windmill that. Windmill and some kicks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can see you now. I'm trying to call the police running down the street with a Louis Vuitton purse. Y'all give it up for Gary with the team. Gary! Yeah. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Today we're going to uh, talk about phobias uh, or fears that people have. So here's the one I uh, was surprised to hear. A recent s- study found that 62% of women in America are afraid of being pregnant. Did y'all know that? You didn't know uh, that one. I didn't know that afraid one either. Afraid of being pregnant? Why? Yeah. Yeah, can y'all believe well, it's that? Very, yeah, it's real. It's real. Despite of what you see on TV and in the movies, the majority of women are not super excited about giving birth. I mean, they may look forward to seeing the baby, but actually having it, not so much. The fear of pregnancy is called 
tocophobia. It stems from concerns about pain, doctors, and children in general. Yeah, I've definitely had that. And, you know, although most of the respondents in this study were white women, black mothers were twice as likely to have a strong fear of childbirth. Experts speculate that this could be due to the fact that black moms are three times more likely to have complications from pregnancy. So giving birth is a very understandable fear, but the story got us talking about other phobias people have. Oh wow! Like. Uh, so, uh, one of, well, one of them is uh, a fear of heights. That's called acrophobia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fear of the police is our uh, capiophobia. Uh, fear. Uh, acropho- uh No, that's uh, what is that? Uh, fear of flying. Is that aerophobia? Arrow. Yeah. Oh, aerophobia. And yeah. aquaphobia is the fear of water. And uh, let me just throw this in there. Uh, summertime coming. You know, a lot of uh, black people can't swim. Stop throwing kids in the pool and they have a bad experience and now they grow up fearing water and then they never learn how to swim. I just want to say that uh, because one day we're going to do a whole topic on swimming and uh, we're going to talk about the statistics of of, uh, why a lot of uh, black people drown because they don't know how to swim because people play too damn much and they throw people Mm -hmm. in the water and mess them up for life. Or whatever, because once you suck up some water in your lungs and and go underwater, you're scared of it. Yeah, you're yeah. scared of it, and that's that, that's trauma, and it's not funny uh, uh, about people that do that. Uh, a fear of close uh, closed spaces is called claustrophobia, Gary. Oh yeah, uh, that's that's yeah, uh, another one of mine. I'm three so far that y'all didn't name. Yeah, I just yeah, got an then, MRI uh, the other day, Ricky, and I had to do the open one because I I couldn't oof. I couldn't stand being you know slid into that machine in that tight closed space. So yeah, yeah I think man, I'm a you have to yeah. have to close your eyes and take a deep breath, take some CBD oil. Uh, a fear mm. of crowds. It's called uh, what is that? Inoculophobia. What? Inoculophobia. Okay, and uh, glossophobia is a fear of public speaking. Uh, and uh, hemophobia is a fear of blood. Germophobia, you know, is a fear of contamination. And zoophobia is a fear of animals. Anybody have zoophobia? No. Uh, well, Gary, well, is it any, any animal you scared of? I'm scared. Well, is the snake an animal? There you go. That's a reptile. Damn right, it's an animal. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. that's what I'm scared of snakes, honey. I do yeah, not like them. Rats do it for me. Oh, I, and if rats. I see a rat, it ruins my entire day. Yeah. 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 Rats. You can see him walking across the street sometime or uh, coming. Yes. Uh, 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 Brad, what animal do you fear? What animal? Yeah. <laughs> Probably like a tiger. Yeah, tiger. Maria, what animal you throw you off? Oh, what animal? I will probably say snakes as well. Snakes just make my skin crawl. And rats, too. Yeah, yeah rats. Just, yeah, snakes. snakes yeah, uh, is a roach yeah. an animal? Yeah, all of that. I just... It, it's an insect. Uh, yeah. uh, but I don't like roaches either. Rock T, what animal throw you off? Now, you know what creep me out, man, is them doggone raccoons. You can't tr- they are creepy. No, you don't and know you know what? Yeah. And you know what? They smart. Yeah, a raccoon will attack you and a possum when they show you their teeth. Yeah, man. <laughs> or, or whatever. Yeah. But but every time, every now and then, I go to the zoo, man, and one gorilla just get to staring at you a little too hard. <laughs> <laughs> one gorilla, one damn gorilla in every zoo. If anybody comes to Texas, y'all go to Fort Worth Zoo. Don't go to Dallas Zoo now. Yeah. Don't go to Dallas Zoo. I went in there. They had a... <laughs> Damn, but uh, uh, the one is is uh, is cheap to get in there. A, a five foot eight giraffe and a a lion with a receding hairline. <laughs> hey, he don't even. They, they ain't even had no snake. They had a snake skin belt. 
And that lion don't roar. He just kind of yawns. You're in us. And, uh, smoking on a Newport. Uh, all right. <laughs> Do y'all have any phobias? Uh, y'all get out of 8669 Good morning. Oh, I'm calling from Margate, Florida, and I am afraid of roller coasters. I teach school, and what? I can't even go on yep. the field trips because they leave me down to hold the bags. I will not get on the ride. I saw a movie, a little girl called Roller Coaster, and that thing spooked me so bad, I can't ride them. This is Lane Lewis calling from Indianapolis, Indiana. I am afraid of mice, dead or alive. My name is Ariel. I'm from Houston, Texas, and arachnophobia, girl. I'm scared of spiders. Um, my name is Alicia. I'm calling from Atlanta. I am afraid of frogs, lizards, grasshoppers, cave crickets, katydids. Really, any type of bug that jumps and has long legs. And like I said, frogs and lizards. Yeah, I, I hate things like that. Chantel from Connecticut. My phobia is spiders. I crashed into a parked car. I had one crawling across my dashboard. Needless to say, that was a $5,000 spider. Man. Mm, wow. uh, you got... And you got other uh, rare types of phobias. You got uh, scopophobia. That's a fear of being stared at. Uh, and then you got uh, uh, queenophobia. That's a fear of horses. Uh, a lot of people scared of horses. Horses do. Uh, a horse a uh, went in a bar one night. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Queen uh, equinophobia. That's a fear of horses. Uh, a horse walked in a bar one night, and the bartender said, "Hey, why the long face?" <laughs> anyway, uh, anybody afraid yeah, of clowns? I'll see myself out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and do that, dog. Go, ahead, go and open that and door and slide And you said, is anybody afraid of, afraid of clowns? Yeah. I mean, that was a really good yeah, transition there. Go ahead. No, for All real, right. Rick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Gamophobia, a fear of marriage. Gary? Oh, yes, honey. <laughs> a lot of you And Gary, Gary. Gynophobia, that's a fear of women. Oh. Mm. All oh. the queens like that phobia. <laughs> Gary. Gary. What? Gary. What? Yeah, I can set you up with a chick. Just hit it one time, Gary. Ricky, Gary, go to the change your life. Talk about that. No. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to see Jesus' face. I'm not doing that. Gary, come on, Gary. Gary, yeah, I, I, Gary, just try it one time, Gary. I swear, you'll grow your beard out, and you'll be, you'll be a changed man. I know somebody. <laughs> Don't do Turn them out, Gary. Can we Gary, get a what? <laughs> Gary, what? Look, I give you fit, Gary. I, I, look, I can How set much? you up with a chick. Gary, I, Gary, I give you two thousand dollars. I go in my savings account out of my uh, my son's college. Just two thousand. If you give I'm me five, I'll hold her hand. <laughs> Gary, I'm about for ten. Gary, I'm gonna sit outside. Gary, I'm gonna sit outside of the hotel room and listen. I ain't, ain't got. I don't want to be in there because I damn sure don't want to see it because you got. I'll be the one hollering. Then, yeah, give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> you say you're gonna holler, Gary. I'll be the one hollering, honey. So yeah, you can see it outside. Oh, fear of guys man. If you are able to get in on this topic, check us out at rickysmileymorningshow.com or hit us up on social media. This was a great conversation, y'all. <laughs> The morning show it is about that time, man. Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. Jeff, good morning. Hey, good morning, Rick. How you doing, brother? Man, blessing high the favor, man. How you feeling? I'm great, man. I um I'm realizing that um your birthday badge, brother, is getting ready to be in the center of a moment where we are trying to let Florida know what the hell is wrong with them and their governor. 
Um, and so right. many of you know that the NAACP put out a travel advisory for the state of Florida. And, and essentially it, it says a lot of the stuff that we already know that um, under its, and, and this is this is a quote from the travel advisory under its current governor, the state of Florida is engaged in an all out attack on black Americans. Um, accurate black history, voting rights, member of the LGBTQ plus community, immigrants, women's reproductive rights and free speech, while simultaneously embracing a culture of fear, bullying and intimidation by public officials. And so obviously this is this is a direct uh, response to how Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, um, has moved and continues to move um, as he sets himself up to run for president. And so what they ask is that just that we know that Florida public schools don't teach accurate history, especially around our people. Um, the state of Florida doesn't value diversity, equity, and inclusion in schools, colleges, universities. That the state of Florida doesn't welcome the contributions of African American people of color. And it goes on to a couple of other pieces. And so this is really about, Rick, how do we hold the state of Florida accountable with dollars? Um, right. I remember working for the association when we did uh, almost year-long boycott against South Carolina because of the Confederate flag. Um, and one of the things we learned is when you do these things, there's a way to do it where you hit the state on large businesses, but simultaneously support black businesses. And so for everybody who is going in for the birthday bash, try. And, and one of the things we may want to do, Rick, is see if we can partner with a couple of folks to get where the black businesses that they can support when they're in town for the birthday bash? Where are the places that yes, sir. they can um, go and shop? Where, where? How do we make sure we connect them? Everything from barbershops to food places to small boutiques. I mean, when, when y'all come through there, y'all should rock the black business community so much. They like, man, we ain't know what we would, we know what we going to do before Ricky Smiley came in with birthday bash. Because that's the kind of message that we send when we say, listen, we don't have to say a boycott on the state. We just need to make sure that we send a message to the state that we're not spending in places that we would normally spend to remind them what our economic power is. We talk all the time about the fact that our community has a trillion dollars that we spend on a regular basis. But check this out. Let's make sure we direct it the right way as we lift these issues. And so, Rick, man, I'm I'm appreciative that. You bringing a bunch of folks down, and and Daytona is no joke. Um, we <laughs> Daytona has not always been the friendliest place to us, but we got a whole Absolutely. lot of offers there. Um, and so, let's in between now and then, um, let's share as many black businesses as you can that are in Daytona. Uh, I'm, I'm excited right. for, for, the, for the birthday, brother. I wish I could be there with you, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to celebrate as many black businesses as I can between now and the end of your birthday weekend so that our folks know where they can go. Right. Why don't you just come down there and then go to a black business and, and you just be there. <laughs> and then we'll come over there and we'll come over there and spend some... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to work on that, bro, because I, I do need to be there. I really do. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on down. Hey, Jeff, man, that, that's good, though, man. That, that's good commentary. And, Jeff, you, you got to start talking, um, you know, about the uh, boy I thought you was going to get on Tim Scott today. Bro, I was waiting. Did you oh, see that speech? Yeah. Oh, my I, God. I know, man. I know. It, it, that that would have taken up so much time, that and w- it wouldn't allow me to do what we talked about. And I'd rather make sure we that, spend money that, for black Jeff, was that his wife standing up there with his, that was his mother and his wife, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Why everybody went everybody everybody looked at the floor and said, Yeah. Real disappointing. <laughs> and this 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 is this yeah. is why I understand Gary says we're gonna call on the prayer warriors. Cause sometimes that's all you can do. When Tim Scott came out there and did that speech, man, it boy, his rhythm was off, man. He was trying he to bombed. do the black preacher thing. <laughs> yeah, bombed. And you know, and you know what? Can't he he bombed. Like, Tim, Tim yeah. Scott is actually more than most Republicans stood with us on a couple of issues. I don't, I right. don't totally dislike him, but, but, right. but, damn, man, like. Just be yourself. Just he should have been in that furniture commercial special. Okay, he should have been in that red house furniture commercial. That was and terrible. All you gotta he do is fit in there with no yeah. face voice and no facial hair and just be who he is. Hey, hey, it's hard to go behind Barack Obama. Barack Obama came out with some swag, man. Barack, he said, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and what was his theme? Because Barack Obama was, uh, well, yes, we can. Tim Scott, like, mm-hmm. let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> uh, like he rehearsed it, he had practiced it. Hey, oh, Jeff, yeah. Jeff, if yeah. you would have seen me, I was laid out between the coffee table and the couch, man. I was crying, <laughs> laughing. I said, man, this I dude. I was crying because it was painful. It, it, it was, was painful. painful. It, it just hurt, man. I'm like, but, I don't but want he that. had it. But he had his shirt and tucked in his pants, really neat. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't nice. think he's married. I, I, I think he, because he was like a his thing was he was a thirty year old virgin. Say what? And, uh, he, he's a he was a thirty year old virgin. He bragged about that, and he wants to be the first Republican candidate who's uh he wants to be the first unmarried president. They go in there and, uh, and he's still a virgin. No, nah, he said he he said he ain't one no more, but he he, he wasn't he was thirty. Find that hard to believe. All right, y'all, Rick's Mile of the Morning Show. It is time for another episode of Fix It, Jesus. We got the one and only Twan 360. Twan, good morning. Ricky, good morning. In today's Fix It, Jesus, Bishop George Bloomer of Durham, North Carolina, he allegedly believes women releases scents during service. Bloomer, tur- <laughs> he told other churchgoers, instead of getting mad at these women, to study them. Take a listen. My God, when that heifer comes around, everything is turning. <laughs> All the men in the house are scared right now. And all the wives are looking around. Want to find out who's the heifer with the scent. It ought to be you. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. You ought to get bad enough, glory to God, to excrete an odor, an aroma, and a scent that keeps your niggas' nose wide open. Y'all ain't, I didn't hear no, I didn't get no amen out of you. They keep his nose wide open. And, And if you can't do it, find out who got his nose wide open and study her. And after you learn what she learned, kill her so you can take the position back in your own life. I can't get no help in here. Some of you was going to join. I ain't joining that crazy church. You better. (laughs) Golly. No. This is George Bloomer of the Bloomer Ministries. I'm screaming. (laughs) That was aggressive. Ladies and Yes, sir. We got to find that lady with that sound. What scent that is? (laughs) He said, I don't but see. We got to find that scent when she come around. 
Why she come around like them dogs being being heat? <laughs> Shit, I don't hear no amen. Lauder Hills own. You better say it. Lauder Hills own. Deep side, Shout out to everybody. Uh, uh, everybody that was hanging out with me on at 7-Eleven yesterday. I have to go to 7-Eleven and get them damn lemon cream filled cookies. The 7-Eleven brand is the best lemon cream filled cookies ever. Uh, Lottie Hills on Twan Dunn. Let everybody know how you can be reached. Hit me on my IG <laughs> at Twan the Dunham. Just hit a report the news. They got Ricky and Deep Side Lottie Hill. I don't want no smoke with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Start the music. Special K, wait, real quick, real quick. I know mm-hmm. we're supposed to play a song right here. Yeah. Hold on now. Uh, cigarettes and then went up to uh, eleven dollars. Ooh, eleven. Wait yeah. a minute. Yeah, eleven dollars. Stay up there, dog. That's enough to make you stop. I smoking. bought a pack of Newports yesterday. For a man. Okay, this man listened to the morning show. I call him OG. He be at Seven Eleven, the one I go to. I go to a real sketchy Seven Eleven. Put my life on the line for the lemon cream filled Seven Eleven brand cookies. <laughs> And, and uh, Beyonce in the in the you saw the video. The video is on Facebook. The whole you, did you see the video, Beyonce? I did. The whole video is on Facebook. So I bought OG uh uh some Newports. I got talked out of some Newports. And and, and I asked the lady, uh Miss uh what her name was. Was it Gigi? Yeah, Gigi. Gigi and OG. Gigi worked behind the counter. She was cussing because OG was trying to ring up a slice of pizza. <laughs> that he had bought out the little thing, and it went ring up. I said, well, I'll pay for the pizza because I want the line to move. I said, if his card wouldn't work, I'll pay for the pizza, right? So I had my cookies. I had two packs of lemon cream filled 7-Eleven brand cookies, which is mm. better. The only thing better than that is Uncle Al's uh, uh, lemon cream because I love them little damn cookies. For some reason, I just have to have, what, two or three a day at randomly. and uh, uh, But I didn't know Newport's head went up, and I said, hey, man, let me – let me, let, me, let me get one of them squares or whatever. He told me no. So I took his bicycle. Oh, I grabbed his bicycle. And I just bought you some Newport cigarettes or whatever. If you don't give me one of them cigarettes, I'll just test them because you know I don't smoke. I said, uh, I'm going to take your bike. And uh, man, if you would have saw him opening up them damn cigarettes <laughs> to try to keep me from taking his bike or whatever. And we just was laughing. And then he laughed. He got two of my jokes mixed up that don't make no sense. And he was falling on the ground crying, laughing. At two jokes that I never did on stage, he got me mixed up with another comedian. Okay. It's all on Facebook. I went live. Go to my Facebook page and see Gigi and OG. Gigi work at 7-Eleven, but OG hang outside of 7-Eleven. So he said he was going to wash my car for me, so I went in there and bought I hadn't bought no Newports. See, and, and this is why, Rick, this is why you can never yeah. leave the hood. You, 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 you don't have a good time like this in Beverly Hills. You can't. They don't do this in Calabasas. I done got to arguing with this man over cigarette. Then I took the cigarette, put it in my mouth, and I said, hey, man, give me a light. He said, man, he, he was going off about that. And then I, was, I just said, I'm just joking. I gave him a cigarette cigarette back, and he took it and put it right in his mouth and lit it <laughs> <laughs> and drove off on the damn bicycle. I said, this is why we love living in the hood. I love hood stuff. I, I go to the one, two particular sketchy ass Seven Eleven for them damn cookies. So I just, I just wanted to share that. It made me happy. If you want to see the whole video, it's funny as hell because I'm arguing with some drunks and some winos. Got into a heated argument yesterday. Go to my Facebook page. Enjoy more Rick's by the morning show coming up. News headlines. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. 
All right. Maria, what's happening? Good morning, Rati. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Tuesday headlines. A U-Haul driver carrying a Nazi flag rammed into security barriers right across the street from the White House. The incident happened around 10 p.m. on Monday night. Police sources told CBS the man driving the truck has not popped up on any FBI watch list and did not appear to have a significant rap sheet. Federal authorities charged a man with assault with a dangerous weapon, reckless operation of a motor vehicle, a threatened to kill, kidnap or inflict harm on a president, vice president or family member and destruction of federal property and trespassing. In other news, Attorney General Keith Ellison, who oversaw the George Floyd case, has released a new book, Break the Wheel, Ending the Cycle of Police Violence, two days ahead of the third anniversary of Floyd's death on May 25th, 2020. Ellison said he wrote the memoir because he wanted to provide a guide for other prosecutors and share the lessons his team learned about the difficulty of convicting police officers. Lastly, WhatsApp has finally announced one of the most anticipated features, uh, message editing. Users can now modify a message within 15 minutes of sending it. The app won't maintain any correction history and other users won't be able to see the previous versions of edited messages. I'm Maria Moore and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? Already, Maria. Uh, you know what? Sometimes another team just happens to be better than you, and uh, that happened last night in the entire series with the Denver Nuggets being better than the Lakers. They completed the sweep last night in advance to their first ever NBA Finals for the Denver Nuggets. And, of course, the big question, LeBron James, of course, he dropped 40 points, so he went out like a, like a, like a champ. Uh, but he was asked if he would retire after this 20th season of his. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. And um, just for me personally, going going forward with the game of basketball, got a lot to think about. Let me first just piggyback that by saying, you know, LeBron ain't retiring anytime soon. He ain't he ain't going over. First, he want to play with his son, Bronny, and that's going to happen here in the next couple of years. And uh, he's going to kind of do the Tom Brady thing. He's going to keep playing. As long as he can play on a high level and stay competitive, he's going to keep playing. So expect Hey, Rock. Him. What up, man? Do you think they need to get somebody uh, else other than Anthony Davis? Like, if, I mean, you can't really How do you think it. he played? I mean, Anthony came alive a little bit. He fell back asleep a little last night. But, I mean, he, he showed up this playoffs. He showed up in the playoffs. Yeah. He was the X factor, so I can't I can't put it on AD, you know? Who you put it on? We got to put it on somebody. Who's you put it, put it on the Joker. blame LeBron. Put it on the Joker. Put it on the Dibbon Duggars. Give them their props. They just a better team, dog. Sometimes you're just better. It is what it is. Somebody got to win. Man, don't nobody want to hear that. Don't nobody know nothing about no damn Denver. You either a L.A. fan, a Boston fan, a Miami fan, a Cavaliers fan. Man, don't nobody want to hear that. It ain't no better team with LeBron on it. The Denver Nuggets are a better team. I need that what I need to hear. That's not good for my therapy, Super Dave. You can't say that to me. Expect the Miami uh, Heat to do the same thing to the Boston Celtics tonight, game four. It's going to probably be another sweep, man. Yeah, y'all killing me all on Facebook talking about why. I can't never be a better team because LeBron played for the Lakers. I am LeBron. We all Pro love LeBron. LeBron. We all love LeBron, but okay. the Denver Nuggets is a better team than the Lakers, period. Hey, man, look. <laughs> I'm trying to ask you a simple question. 
Hey, okay. Let, let, let's let's uh, let, let, real fast, man. We lost a, a, a legend, man, over this past weekend. Jim Brown, arguably the greatest football player of all time, died at the age of 87. Three NFL MVPs, led the NFL in rushing eight times, starred as an actor. Several of his most impactful moments was empowering the black community during the civil rights movement. So rest in heaven to our brother Jim Brown. Oh yeah. Yes, indeedy, man. Cleveland Browns own Jim Brown. Absolutely. All right, man. You believe it. That's all I got right there. Uh, Brad got the hot right the hot spot. Hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and this hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, all right, all right. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Maria. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, Katie Curry. Right, Katie Curry. <laughs> <laughs> White woman on. <laughs> What's going on in the hot spot, Brad? There you go. Come I on back home. With y'all. Come on back home, Maria. Y'all ain't gonna shame me for my family education. Oh. Go ahead, Brad. Uh, well, <laughs> good morning, Brad. Thank you, thank you, Katie. <laughs> It's safe to say we won't hear an AI version of Ice Cube anytime soon. During a recent interview, he made it clear he has no intentions of supporting AI-generated music and will take legal action against anyone who illegally tries to involve him with it. He shares his thoughts on the AI version of Drake covering uh, Ice Spice's tune, Munch. Cube said, I don't want to hear an AI Drake song. I don't want to hear that BS. He should sue whoever did it. I'm going to sue folks who make it, too. And the people behind the platform who play it, it's like a sample. Nobody can take your original voice and manipulate it without having to pay. Uh, Universal Music Group quickly removed the computer-made Drake song, as well as other AI record made uh, records made with the voice of The Weeknd from streaming platforms. Additionally, the music powerhouse reportedly expressed its concerns with Apple Music, YouTube, and Spotify, urging them to ban companies that use AI from accessing copyrighted songs because that's I'm not confused. actually fair. Hmm. It's not actually fair because they're not paying the artists. It is like a sample. It's just like the song. But it's it's AI generated, right? What what does that mean, Beyonce? And uh, for uh, 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 the, people that really don't understand what AI is and how it works, AI is artificial intelligence. So basically, it is a computer app program that can well now they can actually learn. But if you tell them, you know, hey, I want to make a song with these lyrics and uh, and like Brat, if you want, hey. Hey, instead of Siri, hey, AI blank, create a brat song about the Ricky Smiley morning show. And it will create a song just based off of it. And actually, Apple, with the new Apple iPhones and the new updates that are coming out, after Siri hears you speak for 10 minutes, she can then copy your voice and start sending voice messages from for you and whatnot. So it's it's a it's it's kind of scary. It's cool, but it's kind of scary as well when you think about it. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah, new, al- new album from the Brat coming soon. Nuh-uh. Right. <laughs> Not unless they cut Brat that check. We're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. How about that? But well, coming up next, we got to talk it out Tuesday with Yonetta Spring. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It's Talk It Out Tuesday, Tuesday. with licensed professional counselor, Yonetta Spring. Hey, y'all, it's Talk It Out Tuesday with licensed professional counselor, Yonetta Spring. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, what's up? How y'all doing? Hey, we doing good this morning. So happy to have you in May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And today we're going to talk about ways that you can be mindful of our mental health, even if we feel like we are fine. Uh, welcome to the show this morning. And uh, but, but I mean, just to get started, tell us how, uh, you know, why is it so important to consider therapy, even if you are fine or managing life all right? Yes, yes. I think it's I think it's so important. This is a great question. Um, why it's important to consider therapy when you're feeling fine is therapy helps you maintain your well-being, right? So if you are feeling okay or you're fine, you can find out if you really are fine. <laughs> and it helps you to maintain and prevent future mental health issues, right? So we always say this, like you go to the doctor for regular checkups to maintain your physical health. Therapy can help you maintain your mental health, right? And therapy can right. also help you with gaining insight of your thoughts and your feelings and your behaviors. Y'all can't tell you how many adults that I see that don't know how to name their feelings. They don't know how they feel. I say all the time, like, I work with the children that live in adult bodies, right? Because right. oftentimes, you know, most folks don't get what they need or didn't receive what they needed as a child. So then they develop at, they can't develop as a healthy, functional, mature adult. So therapy can kind of help you with that inner child healing so you can experience personal growth and self-awareness and help you develop coping skills so you can deal with stressors and challenges as an adult when you're in difficult situations. Well, Yonetta, what are some ways to know if you're well? Yeah, so, you know, knowing you're well, understanding like wellness is a spectrum, it's subjective, it's going to be different for each person, right? But some key indicators of wellness is really looking at some basic foundational things like your outlook. Are you oftentimes negative? Are you oftentimes uh, expecting bad things to happen or very pessimistic? If you have more so like in a positive or realistic outlook, you can be more, um, you know, that can show that you're on that spectrum of wellness. Another thing to look at, which um, I think we um, ignore, is our physical health. So prolonged, um, unaddressed mental health issues or unprocessed trauma oftentimes leads to chronic illness. So if you aren't physically well, then it can be very um, likely that you aren't mentally well as well. <laughs> and then also looking at things like, I always say if it's hysterical, it's historical, right? So if you are, you have a hard time managing stress, you're flying off the handle every time something happens and popping off, then, then that stress needs to be addressed. And often you can do that with talking to, with a therapist and kind of getting to the core of what's happening with you. So, you know, why is it, imp excuse me, why is it important to talk about our emotions, even if we feel like, honey, it won't change anything? So I could, yeah. I could kind of sometimes talk about that. Um, mm -hmm. My thing is, it depends on who you talk to. Mm -hmm. What you think? Absolutely. Because I have certain people that I can talk to and release and certain people I can't talk to, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've all been in situations like that when we call somebody because we're dealing with something or going through something and then it turns around and now you talk about their problems. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, that's <laughs> I called you because I had something and now, now right. you haven't even listened to me, you know? So one thing I always stress is you are your situation. So right. we are the common denominator in anything and everything we encounter. So I think sometimes when we have challenges, we feel like there's no need talking, no need in talking about this because it's not going to change these environmental or these external factors. But therapy is about really working on your internal 
so that you can either look at your external differently or you can make different decisions um, and understand why you're making some of those decisions that are um, negatively impacting your life in some way, shape or form. So understanding that it may not necessarily change the people or the places around you, but therapy is for you. Yeah, I love that. Right? One, Talking one of, about you is helpful. That's good stuff, Yunetta. Um, and I know for my own experience with therapy, it's just really great to understand how my mind is working. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Yunetta, one of my biggest challenges uh, was finding a therapist. Like, where do I start looking? So for, for folks who do want to get into um, finding a therapist, where are some pl- uh, places they can look? Yeah, so I created a whole directory. It's called the Groundbreakers Therapy Directory. You can find it on GroundbreakersTherapyDirectory.com. It's going to give you a list of therapists, EMDR, BIPOC therapists, which is a specialized group of therapists that can really help you um, in your area. So that's a place you can find. I can can list other places on my site as well um, because there's tons of directories. And I have a workbook to help you while you're waiting. So if you are looking for a therapist, you're contemplating therapy, um, take the struggle out of self-care six weeks to create your self-care strategy is waiting on you um, on Amazon. So you can always order that to start your process. I think it's really helpful. Man, uh, we are so uh, happy to have you. Uh, and then, of course, we want everybody to know that Talking Out Tuesday segment, uh, this Talking Out Tuesday segment is not meant to take place of actually going to therapy, but it's a start. So you can always get more information on YanettaSpring.com. Y'all give it up and show your love right now for Yanetta Spring. Yes. 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 Yeah, thank you. All right. We-